RadioInfluence.com. Hey, everyone. Welcome to this week's Live Bold and Boss Up. Steph and I have an awesome show for you with um, things that we're seeing in the marketplace right now that companies are doing to be more competitive and attract more talent. Just new things that they're doing recently that we wanted to keep you informed of. Right. And I think this this is uh, going back to a lot of questions that we get from our clients on how do we keep up with today's times? And now we're competing with a national market because pretty much, you know, I would say more than 50% of companies are going remote. So keeping up with that, um, the market trend yeah. and how do you, how do you now compete with companies in California and all over the place. Right. Exactly. Like you, as a business owner or an executive at a company, you really need to bring your game up if you, if you want to attract good talent. Um, so what we're seeing, obvi- the obvious thing right now is maybe keeping full-time remote. That's like the first thing that we're seeing, right? After COVID, everyone was remote and now we're starting to see a trend of, okay, we're going to stay full-time remote. Right. And some companies can't do this. Sometimes it's just impossible to have a full remote environment and that's okay. Um, But I think it's important to allow for flexibility if you don't have that capability to go full-time remote or at least allow for a hybrid environment where employees can come in two to three days a week, work remote and either either have a set schedule or you can have a flexible schedule on when they come in. I personally don't like the full-time remote. Like if you're a company who is high on culture, I don't recommend it. It sounds really great. And employees might think that's amazing, but. Right. I think because here at NextPath, we have a culture where most of us come in the office and there's no set days where we work from home or we don't work from home, but pretty much everyone comes in. And if you want to work a day remote, then do it. Mm -hmm. If um, there's a certain day that you have to leave early or, you know, work from home or do appointments, then, then take it, you know, allowing flexibility within your schedule to, to make your own, make your own days off. Right. Exactly. Not not days off, but not days off, but days. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The second thing we're seeing is variation of remote days per week. So whether that's like one, two, three, four, whatever the case is, companies are now bringing you into the office, but maybe you're only doing a couple days in the office and then the rest remote. I like that. I think that's good. It's good for traffic in the morning for sure. Right. And then um, flexible work hours. So some employees like coming in earlier. They're they're morning people. Some are, you know, evening people. It Mm -hmm. just depends on the person. So I think allowing for flexibility in work hours, if that's feasible to your business, then I think it's great to allow that. As long as they're getting their projects done on time and getting their work done, then I think flexible work hours are always a huge benefit that you can allow for your employees. I have some clients that are really trying to work towards that um, condensed work week where you'll have Friday off. Like specifically, they said, you know, they wanted to have Friday off four day work week. And I really like that because I'm finding, I don't know if you you guys are finding this, but I, I feel like nobody works Friday afternoon. Right. And you can even do say extended days on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, 
Thursday and then maybe Friday work a couple hours, but have it still come out to 40 hours total. And mm-hmm. then everyone's done at noon on Fridays. Right. If that's feasible for your business. Well, cause again, you want to have like happy employees. Right. And you know, one of, one of my clients says, and I think very smartly, having them in the office or having them working is kind of like a false sense of security when you know they want to be like somewhere else, mm-hmm. right? Like, especially on that Friday afternoon. Right. Also, I think another thing that's that's really good to, you know, take into consideration right now is benefits. I know most companies right. do provide benefits, but some don't. And I think especially right now in today's environment, that benefits are super important and allowing them to have at least some benefits paid for, or if you're able to provide hundred percent coverage or benefits paid for, that's even better. But I think that's a good way to attract good talent and be competitive with other companies that are doing that as well. Hands down. You, if you're, say you're not doing any of these and you're making all your employees come into the office Monday through Friday, you know, 830 to 530, whatever. I think hands down, you have to have something. So maybe add to your benefits or, um, allow them just like that flexibility of, okay, hey, my child has COVID. I'm going to be working from home or um, I'm going to be leaving early or something. You have to have something nowadays because, or a great culture, maybe like it's an amazing culture and everyone like wants to work there, then that that's fine too. But you have to have something to attract that good talent. Otherwise you're going to get not the top talent. And then you're going to really have to adjust your salary structure. And then it's just going to snowball from there. Right. You have to think of ways, if you can't check all the boxes, you need to have some things that stand out over others. And really quick on the culture piece, ask your employees about the culture because a good culture to you, you may think it's great as a leader or as an owner, but what are the employees feeling? Mm-hmm. You need to ask them. So do a uh, employee survey. Ooh, I, yeah, I don't know. Would they actually fill that out? Or just <laughs> talk to them you know, and get their feedback. Talk to them. Yeah. Or if not have a lunch, you, coffee. Yeah. If not you as the owner, like have the managers do it. You need to get the feedback somehow because you may think it's all great and fine and dandy whenever the employees are not feeling that way. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd be interested to know um, how the candidates feel about this. I feel like all candidates, there's, there's candidates for each one of these types of, of companies, right? There's candidates who want to come in full-time. There's candidates who want remote. There's candidates who want to be full-time remote. So, you know. Yeah. I think it's, it's pretty split on people that I talk to on the phone, whether they are open to coming in or open to, or, or prefer to work hundred percent remote. Right. And I don't necessarily think that, that a, a plus candidates, right? Like your top talent, your best of your best candidates, they don't necessarily all fall into one bucket. They don't right. necessarily all ask for the same thing. So you have to have that flexibility. Right. If you have ideas from things that you're seeing either in your job search or on the on the company side, things that you're doing that is innovative and thinking outside the box and attracting and retaining talent, let us know. Email us at liveboldandbossup at gmail.com. We would love your feedback. We'll share it in the show notes or in our next episode coming up. Also, I'm excited for our upcoming episodes that we have on the calendar. We have... I almost forgot to say that. Thank you. I'm so glad you said this. We have an employment attorney that is going to be 
on the air with us, telling us the facts about laws, rules, and what companies can and cannot do with COVID, with the vaccine. So we're excited to have her on. That is something that you're not going to want to miss. Any questions that you have before then, please email us and let us know because we'll make sure that we're including that in there. Yeah, that's going to be, I think that's going to be huge. That's going to be a huge addition to this piece on what companies are doing to be more competitive. And with that, um, with that episode, you're going to know legally what you can do, which I think is huge. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for tuning in to Live Bold and Boss Up. We hope you enjoyed this. We hope it was helpful. And until next time, Live Bold and Boss Up. This is a Rock Stops Here with Rock Riley Quick Fix on Radio Influence. The one, the only, the lovely and talented Annie Sabo. Has it been hard at all being an attractive female in a male sport? You're covering guys. They're young. They're, they got money. They've been some, you know, they've always been the man. What has that been like? Have you experienced that? Have you had to deal with that? I feel like everyone's had a different experience. And my experience, I think, stems from a lot how I was raised and how I grew up. Being a woman in any field, I never felt like I was at a disadvantage because my dad grew up in a very humble household, uh, not a lot. And he kind of, in the inner city of Detroit, and kind of beat all the odds to overcome his circumstances to make his career. And so I've kind of related to that and always felt that I could accomplish whatever I wanted to accomplish. Granted, that comes with some hurdles being a woman in the industry. Uh, you got to prove that you know what you're talking about and you're not just a pretty face uh, to fill up airtime on TV. But um, I've never felt like I was at a disadvantage for being a woman's sports. I never have. I mean, I know everyone else has their own experiences and maybe other women have had different challenges that I have had. But I've loved it. I don't feel any different than anyone else. Maybe that's just my attitude in life. Um, But I just think it's all about proving yourself. The Rock Stops here with longtime radio and TV personality Rock Riley is found anywhere you find podcasts and RadioInfluence.com.